Hello, welcome to the self-learning platform by Dr. Shishma Singh. Today in unit 3, rights, we are going to start our lecture with topic theories of rights. There are numerous theories of rights which explain the nature, origin and meaning of rights. The theory of natural rights describes rights as natural. The theory of legal rights recognizes rights as legal. The historical theory of rights pronounces rights as products of traditions and customs. The idealistic theory like the theory of legal rights relates rights only with the state. The social welfare theory of rights regards rights as social to be exercised in the interest of both the individual and the society. The development of rights as have come to us had a modest beginning. Civil rights with the contractualist rights as the outcome of traditions with the historically set rights as ordained by law with the jurist, political rights with the democrats, social rights with the sociologist and the pluralist, socio-economic rights with the socialist and the Marxist human rights with the advocates of the United Nations. This explanation oversimplifies what our rights are and how they came to us. Now let us move to the next point, the theory of natural rights. The theory of natural rights has been advocated mainly by the Thomas Hobbes, John Locke and J.J. Rousseau. These contractualists, after having provided the social contract theory, hold the view that there were natural rights possessed by men in the state of nature and that these rights were attributed to individuals as if they were the essential properties of men as men. The contract list therefore declared that the rights are inalienable, imprescriptible and indefensible. The theory of natural rights is criticized on many grounds. Rights cannot be natural simply because they were the possessions of men in the state of nature. There can never be rights before the emergence of society. The notion of pre-society rights is a contradiction in terms. If at all there was anything in the state of nature, they were mere physical energies and not rights. Rights presuppose the existence of some authority to protect them. In the state of nature where no state existed, how can one 
imagine rights in the absence of a state who would defend people's rights in the state of nature the contractualists have no answer to say that the natural rights existed in the state of nature as to make them absolute or beyond the control of society for bentham the doctrine of natural rights was a theoretical nonsense upon still laski also rejects the whole idea of natural rights rights as natural rights are based on false assumptions that we can have rights and duties independently of society burke had pointed out that rather eloquently when he said that we cannot enjoy the rights of civil and uncivil state at the same time the more perfect and natural rights are in the abstract the more difficult it is to recognize them in practice rights are natural and not that there there are natural rights in the sense that they are the conditions which human beings need to realize themselves laski realizes the significance of rights when he says that rights are not natural in the sense that a permanent and unchanging catalog of them can be compiled rather they are natural in the sense that under the limitations of the civilized life facts demand their recognition now let us move to the next point theory of legal rights the theory of legal rights or the legal theory of rights connotate the same sense the idealist theory of rights which seeks to place rights as the product of the state can be more or less seen as another name of the theory of legal rights among the advocates of such theories the names of bentham hegel and austin can be mentioned according to them rights are granted by the state regarding rights as a claim which the force of the state grants to the people the essential features of these theories then are the state defines and lays down the bills of rights rights are neither prior nor anterior to the state because it is the state which is the source of rights the state lays down a legal framework which guarantees rights and that it is the state which enforces the enjoyment of rights as the law creates the sustains rights so when the content of law changes the substance of rights also changes the theories which point out rights having originated from the state are criticized in numerous ways the state indeed defends and protects our rights 
it does not create them as the advocates of these theories make us believe if we admit that the rights are the creation of the state we will have to accept the view that if the state can give us rights it can take them away as well obviously such an opinion would make the state absolute in that case we would have only those rights which the state would like to give us now let us move to the next point the historical theory of rights the historical theory of rights also called the prescriptive theory regards the state as a product of the long historical process it holds the view that the rights grow from traditions and customs the conservative burke argued while throwing his weight to the prescriptive theory that the people have a right over anything that they exercise or enjoy uninterruptedly over a period fairly long passage of time so considered every right is based on the force of long observance as traditions and customs stabilizes owing to their constant and continuous uses they take the shape of rights the theory has its origins in the 18th century in the writing of admund burke and was adopted later by the sociologist the historical theory of rights is important in so far as it condemns the legal theory of rights it is also important in so far as it denies the theory of natural rights the state recognizes the advocates of the historical theory of rights argue what comes to stay through long uses the historical theory of rights suffers from its own limitations it cannot be admitted that all our customs results in rights the sati system does not constitute a right nor does infanticides all our rights do not have their origins in the custom right to social security for example is not related to any custom now let us move to the next point the social welfare theory of rights the social welfare theory of rights presumes that the rights are the conditions of social welfare the theory argues that the state should recognize only such rights as help promote social welfare among the modern advocates of the social welfare theory the name of rosque pound and the cafe can be mentioned though the bentham can be said to be its advocate of 18th century the theory implies that the rights are the creation of the society in as much as they are based on the consideration of common welfare 
rights are the conditions of social good which means that the claims not in conformity with the general welfare and therefore not recognized by the community do not become our rights the social welfare theory of rights is also not without its faults it dwells on the factor of social welfare a term too vague to be precise benthamite formula greatest good of the greatest number is different to different people the theory turns out to be the legal theory of rights if in the end the state is to decide what constitutes social welfare a critic like wild is of the view that if rights are created by the consideration of social expediency the individual is without an appeal and helplessly dependent upon its arbitrary will now let us move to the next point the marxist theory of rights the marxist theory of rights is understood in terms of the economic system at a particular period of history a particular socio economic formation would have a particular system of rights the state being an instrument in the hands of the economically dominant class is itself a class institution and the law which it formulates is also a class law so considered the federal state through federal laws protects the system of rights favoring the federal system likewise the capitalist state through the capitalist laws protects the system of rights favoring the capitalist system to secure rights for all in a class society the marxist argue is not the object of the class state rather its aim is to protect and promote the interest of the class welding economic power according to marx the class which controls the economic structure of the society also controls political power and its uses this power to protect the and promote its own interest rather than the interest of all in the socialist theory which follows the capitalist society as a marxist framework suggest the socialist state through the proletarian laws would protect and promote the interest and rights of the working class as a socialist society unlike the capitalist society is a classless society its state and laws protect the rights not of any particular class but of all the people living in the classless society the marxist say that the socialist state as an instrument of social and political and economic change would seek to establish socialism which will be based on the principle of from each to his ability to each according to his work 
the system of rights for all would follow this pattern economic rights first followed by social rights and political rights the marxist theory of rights like marxism itself suffers from its deterministic ideology though its emphasis on non exploitative social system is its characteristic feature neither the economic factor alone provides the basis of society nor the superstructure is the reflection of only the economic base for non economic forces also play their role in determining the superstructure now let us wind up the today's lecture and thank you so much for your attention